Okay, hey guys, welcome back to Supernatural Whispers Podcast, and I'm your host, Nikki Ray. And uh, I'm so used to saying Paranormal uh, Corner, and uh, so I switched it because I feel like saying Paranormal Crew, and this sounds kind of cool though, Paranormal, if I can talk, Paranormal Crew. <laughs> but anyway, I hope you guys like this new and improved. Title and it's still the same content and everything of the same host. <laughs> Hopefully, not too boring. And yeah, Super Nessa Whisper, you just put one night, huh? So, anyway, who doesn't like this scary horror novel, right? And this sparked my interest because I'm actually starting to write my own horror novels. Not to write me like awesome, like Stephen King, maybe one day. That'd be cool to have him on the show. Man, that'd be awesome. So if you're listening, Mr. King, uh, look me up. <laughs> yeah, what's some of the most terrifying 21st century novels? I mean, why not take a walk with me tonight and uh, grab your popcorn, <clears throat> champagne, or why not get comfortable? He's I'm going to read some of the most popular horror books or novels, whatever you call it. And before I dive into that, I want to give a shout out to my two wonderful sponsors, J.D. Hill from Studio Sis Paranormal Entertainment and Parapost Brian J. Levity. So thank you guys. So got that out of the way. I do appreciate it. And uh, so, Yes, you know, this actually uh, sparked my interest because I myself am strange and unusual. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to say that, but I myself am also a writer. I went from writing poetry, uh, fiction books, all the way up to nonfiction horror. <laughs> so, um, why not create um, your own? world, right? What would you do if you were right? What would you write about? Right? Write something you know, they say. So, what I'd like to know more horror, and I'm into the paranormal, and so it's like, I'm also a psychic medium. So it's like, I put all of those into a, well, you get the picture. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you guys, at least I already am. And, uh, yeah, so really what makes a horror story series? So it depends on our imaginations, right? We can let our imaginations run wild if we want to. <laughs> That's the beauty of, I'm sure you authors and writers will relate. That's the beauty of being a writer. So, I mean, who, who doesn't? Wants to be at least a little frightened now and then, especially around our favorite time of the year, but at least my Halloween comes around, right? So if the haunted houses are your forte, and why not, why not descend into the uh, labyrinth that is by Marcy's Dempsey? Sorry, I blistered the last name, I know it, I'm sorry. That turn of the millennium. American Social Tale of the Madness and Obsession. 
House of Leaves. Now, I'm taking notes for myself because I absolutely love the whole genre. So perhaps you prefer your horror domestic realist and people about evil children or the black eyed children. For that matter. <laughs> I really I never said there in my other story. So anyway. So uh, in which case the Lionel Shriver's novel, I please the novels, and reports say uh, motherhood done wrong. We need to talk about Kevin. Will will be more your speed. Hmm. Or maybe you're looking for something with a more uh, fan fantastical fans. Say a dark, socially conscious modern day fairy tale. If so, Victor Lavelle's The Channeling, the story of a devoted father's confrontation with otherworldly evil when his family is torn apart. Has you covered? And I believe there's a movie called The Channeling, but I'm not sure if that's the same one that I'm thinking about. But anyway, let me know, come a little. And by the way, <laughs> I will take water break now and then. I think I'll do that right about now. <laughs> by the way, I got me a new Hocus Pocus tumbler. Don't lose your head! <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Billy Butcherson. Love so. You gotta see this wicked tumbler. I mean, it's pretty cool. I had to pick it up a Spirit Halloween yesterday. I could not resist. <laughs> I got the last one, too. Woo! Okay. We're back. Yeah, so yeah, I got the last Hocus Pocus tumbler with the uh, Billy with, uh, you know, the zombie Butcherson, the last soul, and it has a picture on there, and it says, don't lose your head on the back. Yeah, I love that movie, Hocus Pocus. I, in fact, I do hope there will be a part three, so. Let's hope and so uh, let's go back into the uh, story, shall we? So anyway, whatever whatever your uh, literary poison or we got spine tingling, temporary, or I should say contemporary novels for you, so why not take a walk with us? You know, and get comfy, wrap your popcorn. <laughs> okay, first one, this should absolutely put Stevie King for number one, I'm serious. But House of Leaves marks the down. So the House of Leaves is like, it's a mind-bending experimental work of, I'm going to take out my glasses so I can actually read. <laughs> and uh, it's a work of What's the word? Um, or called it literature? 
a story within a story within a story <laughs> and zeroing in a um, young family that discovers their new house is bigger on the inside than it's on the outside. It's forced to face the terrifying consequences of the impossibilities. So the house is leaves. That man takes so far, I'm gonna bite you guys. <laughs> the house is leaves. Novel. The first major experimental novel of the new millennium. And it's a monster like David Foster Wallace channeling H.P. Lovecraft for a literary kind of heart to the Blair Witch Project. Not even that my more answers right there. And the uh, David, 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 and, okay, where was it? And when I lost my place, oh my goodness. It's just a strange house. The rules were getting it until we see Moses' family. Okay. I think I left off there. But uh, all is well at first, but small parcel and displacement soon occurred. The accounts of exploration of the dark abyss are here raising and the physical. The possibility of it all only depends the metaphysical red felt by the characters Daniel, I'll just call him Daniel, I can't pronounce his whole name, achievement lies in taking some staples of horror fiction to the haunted house, the mysterious manuscript that casts a spell on the hapless reader. And using his impressive Reducing to recover the methodological and psychological origins of the horror, and then enlisting the full arrive, the event garden, literary technique to, I'm sorry, these are big words, <laughs> reinvigorate a general and all abandoned to hot Stephen Law. That was from the Washington Post. He's incredible. So, we need to talk about Heaven, a novel to Lionel Sugar. Interesting title. We need to talk about Heaven. Okay, so this one is a novel of motherhood, God arrived. Lionel approaches the tragedy of, of a high school massacre from the point of view of the killer's mother. Kind of like in a carrier picture. <laughs> but um, a letter is written to the boy's father, mother, Eva, probes the uh, upbringing of this more than difficult child. Heaven's not the only, I mean, let me go back. Let me read it again. Read it. <laughs> Heaven's not only a killer and a killerly creative one, but he's joined the Exhausting litany of troubled white boys and no hate mail, please, about racism. That's what it says. The white boys taking their out their anthems on innocent peers. He's a grizzly top at a mighty top. 
the top shelves while Shriver touched the phenomenon with the unsighting social and she heavily uh, researched the real-life school murders of the late 90s. And so she isn't preoccupied with figuring out what motivates the young man nor does she uh, ruminate on how a vast American society creates adolescent monsters. Thank God what we get instead is much more interesting, thoughtful, a surprisingly credible thriller, Eva. I think I've actually read that one. <laughs> I've read that whole series, actually. I believe that thinking of, of that one author, Heather Graham. She's one of my other favorite authors, Heather Graham. I highly recommend her to write for. And so anyway, Eva, I think that's one of hers. And, and I don't know, it's just reminding me of it. But uh, it's honest and often witty recollection of her relationship with Franklin. I'm sorry, Franklin. Uh, I kind of bumbled that, sorry. Her isolated uh, decision to give up a life of traveling for motherhood and her painful years with really hideous and infinite. Seven faces of questions head on, and am I responsible for what my child has done? Am I responsible for what my child has done? Sorry, I had a good idea. <laughs> so if my laptop tends to use a while, I will have to do a retail, all right, or part two, okay, yes? So far, it's holding up good. Okay, um, the next one. Believe me, there are 17 books, and I think, um, um, yeah, it's coming up. I believe it's coming up. Yeah, I think they put Dr. Sleep in there. So he's definitely in there. Okay, yeah, it's so worry. Uh, let's see. The next one is a New York Times bestseller. Uh, Joe Hill. Oh, I can't read the fine print, but. The heart-shaped box. Sooner or later, the dead catch up. Ooh, I gotta get that one. Sooner or later, the dead catch up. That's not my interest. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Asian Death Metal Rock Legend. Judas Planet is a C-O-Y-N-E. Is a collector of the Massimus. Nothing he possesses is a unique or as dreadful as his latest purchase off the internet. And one of the kind of curiosity that uh, arrives at his door in a black heart shaped box, a musty dead man's suit, still inhibited by the spirit of his late owner. Oh, I get chilled just reading that. About these guys. Alright, so here's what it says about the so a wild, mesmerizing, perversely witty tale of horror and a book much too smart to sound like the work of Neil Pitty. Sorry, guys, look it up. But uh, he builds character in Italy and plants in and plants in 
otherworldly surprise around every corner. That's what I plan to do with my books. <laughs> it would be much easier to compare Mr. Hill's work to Stephen King's if Stephen King were not his actual father. <laughs> Heart-shaped box, which take its title from a nerve in the song. I'm sorry, the man is so. It's a valentine from hell. Though it has the functional to fall back on tricks and prototechnics. Ooh, that's a hard word. <laughs> Sorry. Prototechnics, heart shaped box, is firmly rooted in real world concerns. Mr. Hills elicits all this empathy for Jude who turned his stage persona into a nightmare version of his fears and must now figure out what, what strength he has left for legitimate battles. This dynamic is both friendly and funny, and the book weaves together those two threads in clever ways. I agree. Sounds interesting so far about you and I think it's about time Oops. for another water break. Here we go. Stay tuned. <laughs> oh, I'm running out of the water. <laughs> All right, I'm back. I don't want to see on my water. All right, hopefully I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. Okay, I have time for, I think, a couple more to see. Let's see. There's a lot, there's a lot of popular horror books. I mean, I'll just read off the title here. And there's uh, Dan Simmons, the uh, national bestseller in the terror. Um, Sarah Waters, excuse me, Sarah Waters, The Night Watch, and Fingersmith, The Little Stranger, a novel. I mean, that's like, that was kind of my interest because it's a gothic ghost story set in a family English mansion in the 1940s, in which a young visiting doctor comes to realize that Something is very wrong with the house. Here's another one, another one by Helen Oyemi, O-Y-E-Y-E-M-I. And once again, this is how the title is, No Hate Mail or Race Hate. This is called White is for Witching. So once again, No Hate Mail, please. So White is for Witching. This mystical novel leaves a tale of four generations of women in the house and over England. They inhibited invisible, I'm sorry, yeah, visible gothic edifice that has always rejected strangers. Oh, okay, here's the one I want to read before I go. It's one, and I've actually seen all this film. And I've read most all his books. Stephen King, 
the doctor sleep. Now this one I have to read, so here we go. Doctor Sleep by Stephen King, 2013. Wow, 2013. Boy, I'm way behind. <laughs> and he just released another one I think called Holly. So um, I look forward to that one too. So Doctor Sleep, kind of like, kind of like a part two from uh, from The Shining. You know, it's absolutely my favorite horror movie and book of all time from The Shining. So, and um, speaking of The Shining, I actually bought a painting of the two ghostly twins uh, that, that was in The Shining. So, yeah. Uh, next time I'll show the picture when I do this in video, because that is this audio. So, Dr. Sleep, if you haven't read it yet, I highly recommend it. I know it's going to be good because Stephen King wrote it. <laughs> and so, the, uh, a very good specimen of the quotational uh, team blend, according to Balad Zimmer, Zimmer. Uh, I can't pronounce those names, sorry. Really, uh, normally Rockwell twin brother cannot by six season, maybe his. But yeah, I highly recommend this book. I'm not gonna read all things in case you haven't read it. There's quite a few letters. I mean, he wrote Pet Cemetery, and I'm trying to think of Saturn's offhand. But you know, you guys need a picture. So there's more. Horrifying was called uh, Besides Dr. Sleep, Fever Dream, Samantha. I can't pronounce her name, last name, sorry. Fever Dream is a young woman named Amanda that lies and die in a rural hospital clinic. A boy named David sits beside her. She's not his mother. He's not her child. Together, they tell a haunting story of broken cells, toxin, and the power and separation of family. That's interesting. So, and there's quite a few other. I mean, it's, there's one called The Candling by Victor. Victor Lavelle. That was back in 2017. I mean, the channeling. So it's a, a melding of horror, fantasy, and social consciousness and realism. A dark, modern day fairy tale about a devoted father, confrontation with otherworldly evil after his family is torn apart. And it goes on to tell us about what happens. The rest of that, I don't want to spoil any of these, but it's just marked like 2017 and 2013, like some of them are. I'm sure most of you have already read them. <laughs> Unlike me, I'm kind of behind on my reading, so I need to step back up again in that reading because when, when I start writing, it's like it's like non stop. <laughs> I'm sure you're. Uh, writer who understand about that, you do one or the other, <laughs> right? So, and 
yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this rather short episode about the most beautiful, horrifying horror books out there. I mean, there's another one. I should have had a list with me. And this is totally spontaneous. But I'm a Gemini, can't help it. <laughs> I like to do things for the moment type thing. So I hope you guys don't mind. But yeah, there's a lot of horror books and movies out there. Which ones are your favorite? Never know which ones are your favorite. And, uh, and maybe I'll do some more book reviews. If you want me to do a book review and uh, want me to be our guest on our show sometimes, we're picking up more guests coming up actually next week. <laughs> Man, we're going to have a blast next week. Seriously, I'm going to have two interviews in one week. No, that really happens. But I love it. So, let's see, I don't know. If I get these mixed up, I do apologize. I don't have my notes. <laughs> I'm mad about that. So, I think, I know I have Luann Jolly. She's been on, uh, Travel channels, you know, and with the Lizzie Morning Pace, you don't want to miss that interview that we have with her on Monday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Because I'm out here in Southern California. Where y'all listening? Where are you all from? So I like to know where my listeners are listening from. So I know we're everywhere where you're listening to your podcasts. And, uh, I even listen to my podcast on my Roku channel. Yeah? Isn't that cool? But anyway. <laughs> and, and my other guests, we are also part of the, uh, I'm going to give a shout out anyway. The Morning Legacy Foundation. The one thing we have in common. And so, uh, I'll give a more proper, uh, Introduction when her turn comes along, and it's on a Tuesday evening, uh, the 10th, October 10th. Next week, oh my goodness. See, I told you I have, I mean, and it's around the same time, I believe at 6 p.m. that we established that time. Because, you know, even though um, my show, I prefer to have my show on Tuesday, but I can be flexible, you know. I know some of you are from back east, or you have to work or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm pretty flexible now. I'm retired and I don't really have a set schedule. But I can work any time, day or not. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I wouldn't need to hear following your short bio for the matter. And, oh my goodness, and I can't believe I got two books out. Alright, uh, yes, I revised one of my older editions. It's the um, one called ITC Testers and All Experiences. And I revised the cover and everything. It's basically all the same content, but I just revised the cover and everything. And now they're all out. I'm going to try to get them all out. Amazon and Barnes and Noble 
So I'm working out. Yeah. So I'm getting there. It's kind of hard when you're an independent author. But if you guys recommend an agent or publisher, yeah, I'm, I'm open. I'm all open for that. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with my eyes. They won't stop watering. That's why I'm kind of like mumbling, like, ugh, what's in my eyes? Maybe it's a good thing I didn't have this on video. It'll be like, what the heck? Just follow her eyes. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, usually you can find me on um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I mean, we're everywhere Spotify, Anchor. I've been to say that sometimes, but we're everywhere, wherever you listen to your podcast. And so, yeah, a little bit about me. I'm also a psychic medium. And uh, I'm also part of the Born Agency Foundation for the past year. And let's see, uh, I'm also an author, many books. I'm actually like 15 books. And so, um, and, and, and I just realized earlier today that I'm working on two books at the same time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, if I get those up, it's, 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 it's going to be about 18 books. So, um, yeah, I don't mind writing this past time. So, uh, if you guys have stories or want to interview you for a possible book, I uh, shoot me an email or my email, Nicole Jasper, and gmail.com. Pretty easy. And uh, oh, you can message me on Facebook or whatever. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode tonight and I kind of think I'm both a lot enough where you guys can find me and you know and yeah I'm looking forward to you know to our interviews again and uh I think I have another interview around the end of October and November so I'm pretty much open in November or December if you guys like to be our guests so yeah, shoot me a message anytime. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. And um, have a great night. And I'm your host, Nikki Ray, and you're listening to Supernatural Whispers podcast. Thank you. <laughs>